1: Listen, we are going up to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him with a whip, and kill him. But after
0: three days, he will rise again. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo. Welcome to this episode of the Breathe Bible Audio Theater a dramatic one-year audio journey through the New Testament featuring the Breathe Audio Bible. This week's 30-minute episode begins with the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 14, from the New Living Translation. It concludes near the end of chapter 12, where Jesus reminds us of the most important commandment, loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now I invite you to sit back and relax as we experience the ministry of Jesus as told by Mark.
2: When they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of religious law were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What is all this arguing about? One of the men in the crowd spoke up.
0: Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. You faithless people,
1: how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you?
2: Bring the boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening?
0: Since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can.
1: What do you mean if I can? Anything is possible. If a person believes.
2: The father instantly cried out. I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the crowd of onlookers was growing, he
1: rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak. I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again.
2: Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy appeared to be dead. A murmur ran through the crowd.
0: He's dead.
2: But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Afterward, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, Why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? This kind can be cast out only by prayer. Leaving that region, they traveled through Galilee. Jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them.
1: The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He
2: will be killed, but three days later he will rise from the dead. They didn't understand what he was saying, however, and they were afraid to ask him what he meant. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him.
1: Whoever wants to be first must take last place
2: and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them,
1: Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me.
2: Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group.
1: Don't stop him. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth, that person... Will surely be rewarded. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand than to go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one foot than to be thrown into hell with two feet. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. For everyone will be tested with fire. Salt is good for seasoning. But if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and
2: live in peace with each other. Then Jesus left Capernaum and went down to the region of Judea and into the area east of the Jordan River. Once again, crowds gathered around him, and as usual, he was teaching them. Some Pharisees came, And tried to trap him with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife?
1: What did Moses say in the law about divorce? Well, he permitted it. He said a man can give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away. He wrote this commandment only as a concession to your hard hearts. But God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what
2: God has joined together. Later, when he was alone with his disciples in the house, they brought up the subject again. He told them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries
1: someone else commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries someone else, she commits adultery.
2: One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. Let the
1: children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of
2: God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life?
1: Why do you call me good? Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor
2: your father and mother. Teacher, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him.
1: There is still one thing you haven't done. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me.
2: At this the man's face fell and he went away sad for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples,
1: How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. This amazed them. Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier For a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich
2: person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? Jesus looked at them
1: intently. Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible
2: with God. Then Peter began to speak up.
0: We've given up everything to follow you.
1: Yes, And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life, but many Who are the greatest now will be least important then and those who seem least important
2: now will be the greatest then they were now on the way up to jerusalem and jesus was walking ahead of them the disciples were filled with awe and the people following behind were overwhelmed with fear taking the 12 disciples aside jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him
1: listen We are going up to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him with a whip, and kill him. But after three days, he
2: will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request? When you sit on your glorious throne... We want to sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left.
1: You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering I must be baptized with? Oh, yes, we are able. You will indeed drink from my bitter cup and be baptized with my baptism of suffering. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. God has prepared those places for the ones
2: he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant, so Jesus called them together.
1: You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his
2: life as a ransom for many. Then they reached Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout,
0: Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me!
2: Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder.
0: Son of David, have mercy on me!
2: When Jesus heard him, he stopped. Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus.
1: What do you want me to do for you?
2: My rabbi, I want to see.
1: Go. For your faith has healed you.
2: Instantly the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road.
0: This is your host, Kevin Sorbo. You have been listening to chapters 9 and 10 in the Gospel of Mark from the Breathe Audio Bible. Hill Harper brings his incredible voice talent to the role of Mark along with a cast of nearly 100 actors. Josh Lucas as Jesus, Corbin Blue as John, Bailey Madison as Young Mary, Jesse McCartney as Matthew, and John Rhys-Davies in his role as narrator. They add depth to this remarkably vivid, dramatic audio masterpiece. You can secure your very own copy of the Breathe Audio Bible and listen to it anytime, anywhere. The Breathe Bible is available in a variety of formats. So you can listen at home, at work, or on the go. To secure your copy of the Breathe Audio Bible, visit breathebible.com. That's breathebible.com. Now let's rejoin Hill Harper and the rest of the Breathe Bible cast as we continue our journey through the Gospel of Mark.
2: As Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on the
1: Go into that village over there, As soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, What are you doing? Just
2: say, The Lord needs it, and we'll return it soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded. What are you doing, untying that colt? They said what Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting,
1: Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Bless gives our God! Praise God! Praise, Praise, God. God. Praise, Praise God. God! Praise God! blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David
0: praise God in highest
2: heaven so Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple after looking around carefully at everything he left because it was late in the afternoon then he returned to Bethany with the 12 disciples the next morning as they were leaving Bethany Jesus was hungry he noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off so he went over to see if he could find any figs But there were only leaves, because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. The scriptures declare, My temple will be called a
1: house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of
2: thieves. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning how to kill him, but they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Jesus and the disciples left the city. The next morning, as they passed by the fig tree he had cursed, The disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day. Look,
0: Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died.
1: Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too.
2: Again they entered Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking through the temple area, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. By what
0: authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right to do them?
1: I'll tell you by what authority I do these things if you answer one question. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven, or was it merely human? Answer
2: me. They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. But do we dare say it was merely human? For they were afraid of what the people would do because everyone believed that John was a prophet so they finally replied
1: we don't know then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things
2: then Jesus began teaching them with stories
1: a man planted a vineyard he built a wall around it dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice and built a lookout tower Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers and moved to another country. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. The owner then sent another servant, but they insulted him and beat him over the head. The next servant he sent was killed. Others he sent were either beaten or killed until there was only one left, his son whom he loved dearly. The owner finally sent him, thinking, surely they will respect my son. But the tenant farmers said to one another, here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him and murdered him and threw his body out of the vineyard. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do? I'll tell you, he will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others. Didn't you ever read this in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful
2: to see. The religious leaders wanted to arrest Jesus because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers but they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away. Later, the leader sent some Pharisees and supporters of Herod to trap Jesus into saying something for which he could be arrested. Teacher, we know how honest you are. You are impartial and
1: don't play favorites. You teach the way of God truthfully. Now tell
2: us, is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or shouldn't we? Jesus saw through their hypocrisy.
1: Why are you trying to trap me? Show me a Roman coin, and I'll tell you.
2: When they handed it to him, he asked,
1: Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's. Well then, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar,
2: and give to God what belongs to God. His reply completely amazed them. Then Jesus was approached by some Sadducees religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question. Teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies, leaving a wife without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died without children then the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them, and still there were no children. Last of all, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she
1: be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures, and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like the angels in heaven. But now, as to whether the dead will be raised, haven't you ever read about this in the writings of Moses, in the story of the burning bush? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead. You have made a serious error.
2: One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realized that Jesus had answered well. So he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important?
1: The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul. All your mind and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Well said, teacher.
2: You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all of the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. Realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions.
0: Thank you for joining me for the Breathe Bible Audio Theater. Today, we continued our journey through Mark, ending with chapter 12, verse 34. We were reminded of what it means to be great in the kingdom of God. We experienced dramatic healings and the triumphant entry of Jesus and his disciples into Jerusalem. And today's episode ended with a reminder of the two greatest commandments, to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbors as much as we love ourselves. This is your host, Kevin Sorbo inviting you to join me next week at this time as we continue in the Gospel of Mark on our one-year journey through the New Testament on the Breathe Bible Audio Theater. Bring a friend, and remember to secure your copy of the Breathe Audio Bible at breathebible.com. That's breathebible.com. Thanks for listening.
2: This copyrighted audio production of the Breathe Bible Audio Theater is produced by Carl Amari, Blaine Smith, Michael Masiewski, and Steve Keel. We'll